Moncrief on News Talk. Black pudding isn't unique to Ireland. There are a few countries that do it and an international competitions to judge the best one, particularly the Brotherhood of the Knights of the Black Pudding. That's the real name. And among the winners this year are the McCarthy's Butchers in Canturk. And we're joined from there by Tim McCarthy. Afternoon, Tim. Greetings from downtown Cantork Town, Sean. Uh, lovely to talk to you from downtown uh, Cantork Town, uh, Tim. Uh, tell, the, the brothers of the Knights of the Black Pudding, they're not underselling themselves, are they? The Confier de Chevalier de Goutier Boudon, the French pronounce it. Nice. I think. How many different countries take part in those competitions? I'm not sure of the country count, but when I was looking at the awards, I saw countries, Canada, West Indies, there's plenty of international entries from all over the globe because pudding would be, be quite international. It's blood sausage in some places, Marcia in Spain, Boudon Noir in France. It's um, it's the provenance of your local product. Mm. And, and so, like, what because people might go and see blood sausage, but uh, and black pudding or white pudding, they're essentially the same thing, are they? They're they'd be fingers of the same hand. Right. We're talking, there's different ingredients, different ingredients available to the producers around the world, but essentially, it would be blood with a bit of meat and. There could be rice in one place. It might be pearl barley like we use, oatmeal. They might use a different blood like down in County Kerry, which is only down the road from us. Mm. They use sheep's blood, which is which is the common the common denominator down there. But the the whole common trend going through it is it's it's a blood sausage. Right. And and, and the and I've read that the idea of that really is that it's to use every bit of the animal and it's wasteful and maybe even disrespectful for the to the animal to not use it. Absolutely. The best justification you can give to your trade is by using as much of the animal as you can. Traditionally, we fill the the sausage into the pig's intestine. We fill them into appendix two from time to time. And these ones that we won the awards for, we actually filled into a cake style. Into a cake style, yeah. Yeah. Now, how how long have you been making your own uh, puddings for? The original pudding dates back to 1906, the original pudding recipe. And we still have copies of that in the old calligraphy ledgers that are handed down from the family. It's changed very little since. We try, stay, we try and stay as true to it as possible. Now, we experiment a little with chocolate and pistachio and the whiskey cream and apple, but you have to, you have to be constantly innovating. That's, a, that's yeah. an innovation rather than, rather than a change. Well, of course. Do you have to keep that original recipe and any subsequent recipes, do you have to keep them secret? Oh, you wouldn't say to be a secret. We'd be quite proud of it. We'd show it to people. Um, oh, okay. There's no, there's no secret. The secret is staying true and to the recipe, finding the best ingredients you can and constantly trying to improve it. So this thing of the, the secret recipe, there's no secret. secret is we're trying hard to improve it the whole time. We're trying hard to, to keep us, to keep the when we're putting our name on it, it's the best possible product that we can put out. Mm. Now, no, well, I suppose what I meant by that was that, you know, that, that you know, your puddings vary widely, even around Ireland. So, and I assume because of that, people put different, different sorts of spices into it, for instance, or different amounts of spices into it. Uh, the, the exact, the exact recipe of spices, there be a few of us here would know, but there's, there's great puddings out there in Ireland, you're dead right. There's some fantastic producers out there. Even in Cork, we have 
Hanley's Puddings just up the road. You've Inch House in Tipperary. You've Sean Kelly in Newport County Mayo. But none of us would be selling pudding if it wasn't for Eddie Toomey belong to Clannacilty. Right, so yeah, is that was, when, he was, he, yeah, that's the originator, the Clannacilty Blackpool. Well, no, he would have been he would have been one of the pioneers who went out selling it commercially and pushed it out into the wider ether, exported it. And um we only piggybacked in on the back of that commercially with selling selling out all over the country, which was great. The the road was paved for us, so to speak. Right, okay, but you have been doing it since the start of the last century, so you're not really blow-ins uh, to this particular activity. No. Uh, no, so, so tell us about the, the the prize-winning one, chocolate and black pudding. I can really see how that would work. Chocolate and pistachio. Yeah. It's, um, it's actually a take of the Italian dish, sanguinaccio. Sanguine is blood, and accio is chocolate, and it's a pre-Lenten dish that they would eat in Italy before they would um, have their 40 days and 40 nights of fasting. And and, in, be, and you said it's like, a, it's like a cake, Tim. So, like, how big is that cake? I'd actually send some up to you, Sean. Oh. Half, half, an a, half an A4 size. I'm totally on the gouge for free stuff before. I was trying to look for free whiskey earlier on. So that's great. I'm totally... I, I, but just for the listeners now, what, you know, what, what, what would they be looking at if they saw some? You have it. It's maybe the size of a traditional loaf of bread. It's softer in texture because oh. we, we like to, we like to make it a small bit softer because the French boudin would be a very a very fine, very soft um, pudding. So if you're if you your judges are French, you have to um, cater to that type of palate. And the chocolate really cuts it in with the bitterness, but then you've got the saltiness of the bacon. So they really marry in together and you've got the crunchiness from the pistachios. And so how, a bit of everything going on there. Yeah, and how would it be served? It's served as a starter. This is taking pudding, the speciality would be taking pudding away from the breakfast plate. It'd be put it into, this one wouldn't be for a black pudding salad, but it could be served with poached pear, a bit of candied walnuts, and really, you're talking about your high-end starter place that there's four or five elements on the dish because there's a lot going on with the pudding. Right. Okay. So you serve a slice of it now, and to win, uh, you know, to to win, and it is very prestigious to win at these awards. Did you do you just kind of post them over a bit of it, or or how does that work? We sent it over by a good friend of ours up in DPD. Gary looked after us, and he dropped it in France. He picked it up here last Tuesday week. And it was in France on the Thursday, and it was judged actually on Paddy's Day. Ah, <laughs> right, which okay. Was, which was which was a good omen for us. And we had another one as well that you mentioned whiskey there. Mm. It was te- Teeling whiskey, Cantor cream, and apple. That oh. was the one that won the the big gold. Right, and so is there? A, when do you go over to collect these prizes? Logistically, no. With the strikes in France, we're just hoping we can get there at the weekend. <laughs> we these air traffic controllers, Tim. We'd hate to be stuck there drinking wine for three weeks. Oh, no, nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's in, it's in Montagne de Perche in Normandy. So we're just trying to put it together that we'll be over there on Sunday for the awards because there's a national, a big national award for the best in each country, which we'll be hopeful for. And, yeah, it's, it's great just to go and meet people that are like-minded and passionate about what, what you do. Yeah, and it's when for these kind of prize-winning, very high-end uh, um, uh, puddings, do you, like do you sell them in the shop as well, or is it more kind of to win prizes specifically? 
No, we would sell them in the shop. Um, your target audience would be chefs who are looking for something that would go with a black pudding salad now when you're coming into the summer menus and you're catering towards sustainability and your seasonality of menu. They'd be using with that nice pudding starter. These ones would be really take you to that. But in the shop, you would have a big sale for it at the moment because people are really looking for, oh, the years are perking up when they hear the whiskey and when they hear the chocolate variants. It's something something completely unique. Yeah, indeed. But at the same time, I assume you sell kind of black pudding for somebody who wants to have a fry up. Oh, absolutely. The breakfast pudding would be a big staple of what we do. Our breakfast products would be widely renowned. The pudding was actually served to the Queen when she came to Dublin Castle. Really? It was, it was on the state banquet menu back in 2011, which was a great accolade to get. So I suppose you could really call this one the coronation pudding. Yeah, Tim, uh, I, I I just read out one text from a listener. It says, Jesus wept, my mouth is watering. <laughs> Your work here is done. Congratulations to you, Tim. Uh, that's uh, Tim McCarthy there uh, from McCarthy's Butchers in Cantor. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.